Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Anna So and Co. Self help from those who need help. I am your host, Anna Sophia, and today we have a guest who just kicked another guest. And they've been on here before, they were fan favorites, so I brought them back. Say hello, Grogan. Hello, everyone. And Marshall. Hey, this is Marshall. Grogan thought it would be hilarious to roll his eyes at my issues, so I made sure my issues were his issues by punching him in the knee. Pro tip from our podcast to our podcasters: Don't don't do from that. From our podcast to our podcasters, it's not gonna be, dude. You were such a baby. Oh my god. Okay, can we just get to the questions? Well, the first question is that Grogan is a baby. Yeah, well he that's is. Not a question. That's, well, that's the first. Problem. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. They're not so for much questions you. as they are problems. I'm sorry for punching you. I will not do it again. Okay. There we go. Friendship repaired, people. Friendship There's repaired. There's your advice. And that is how you repair friendships. Anyway. Okay, so today we have five more questions for the people who got... Y'all got a lot of praise. I don't think y'all realize this. I got, like, a lot of texts saying that y'all were really good, mostly from, like, my mother and grandmother, but they really liked (laughs) you. I also got praise from your mother in person. I did, too. Appreciate it, everyone out there. We got fans. No, seriously, that was very kind. I did not expect that reaction. Don't let it get to your head. So we're going to go straight into it. Question one, we're kind of going from, like, intense to, like, not very intense. Question one comes from an anonymous source. There's a girl trying to get in my friend group, but none of us want her to. What should we do? Classic situation. This is actually a very serious situation. It's very hard to deal with, so I apologize that you have to deal with this. There are are a lot of specifics here, because the solution to this problem weighs so much depending on what the situation is. If it is someone who all of you don't like for a good reason, and they're mean, and they're mean to your other friends, and they're trying to get in with you, then that's one solution. The other thing is maybe you should just give them a chance. Cause like, uh, it, yeah, it really point, genuinely largely depends on the reputation of that person. Because yeah. like, as Grogan said, if they're you know not very friendly, then you have valid reason to not let them in. And honestly, I know this is the answer that you probably don't want to hear, but you got to be blunt. You got to pull that Band-Aid off. You got to just well, say... We're not. Well, you don't have to be super blind. Well, you, you don't have to be. You don't have to be mean about it. But I, you need to like understand. You need to. Disagree. You need to make them understand that you don't want to associate. with We got a good thing going on. Yes. We're not going to do anymore. But yeah, don't, no, exactly. Don't be blunt. Don't be like. Oh, we don't want. Well, you, you don't want to go. You don't want to just like ghost them because that's like even worse than being blunt. Is it? Yeah. Yes. In every aspect of it. Okay, okay. I would largely say that being blunt is much better than just ghosting someone outright because you get your point across. No one's feelings are usually that hurt because if ghosting, that makes makes them think that you hold a grudge. That is response by you. Are you serious? For me. I have been that friend, okay? And it hurts my feelings when people ghost. Why would you do that? I I wasn't. You would prefer them to be blunt? I would prefer them to be blunt than to leave me on red for the rest of my life. Not everyone wants you to be super blunt like that. Like some people will get the hint not yeah. you don't have to directly ghost them but some people will get the hint if they're just not invited to a lot of group gatherings yeah. in a row okay. i don't know yeah, in my in my depend. experience like, yeah some people won't take a hint yeah in my experience being blunt is the best way to do it it's just it's fast it's okay. easy and well it's not easy but it, it it gets the point across and then there's no further interaction i mean they said in their thing like no one wants them in the friend nobody not a person. well then yeah, yeah i think your friend group can i think at that point i think it's justified to be blunt i always feel so bad because they're probably a nice person exactly well, you think that they might be a nice person give them a chance I feel... but if everyone hates them then there's valid reason to hate I them i say that point. I'm but i honestly, don't think... i'm gonna be honest i think you should do one 
Lopez room. One hangout, invite the person, see how they are. Horrible. Then you don't you don't have to do anything. My give them one chance. Like my thing is. This whole friend group does not like this person. Okay. I think at that point, blunt, like some people won't take a hint of its bluntness, but we don't know how many times they've tried to get it, the point across. And I think just in a general sense, it might be too harsh just to be upfront. The whole group of people here do not like you. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a lot. That's a <laughs> that's, little harsh. I feel like it's the truth. If they, I feel like if they go and they have a couple hangouts, and this sounds really mean, but maybe post about it a little bit post and about. maybe see like, you know, maybe the person oh, will be like, no. you know, maybe they no, don't know. You're, you're perpetuating. Man, so. If they hate this That's... person, the entire friend group hates them. They probably have valid reason to. No. If, don't invite them to a hangout. I don't think there's because a then And then post about it because no. then they'll be like, oh, they like me, no, but they imagine, don't like you. Imagine what that leads to if it, again, depends on the There person, is no what like, good what outcome they, to this. There is literally no good solution. We are so, we are so bad at this. Swipe up your story and they're like, why didn't you invite me? Well, just like send them a middle finger emoji, honestly. Okay. Literally, there is no good solution you. to this problem. <laughs> uh, you don't want to talk to me about my my, my trauma. Okay. Okay. What happened to you? Nah, I don't want to talk about it. This isn't a long story. Sh- this is long story Keep short. It to I learned how to be blunt, and being blunt has got me where I am. Okay. That ability, you learn to get thick skin. I think honestly, for this problem, you have to accept that the person is gonna feel sad no matter what. Yeah. The There's on- no nice way. There, there is no way to get around that. Person. That is something we. All can agree Once on. you accept that, I think you can do it. Yeah, move but on. I think you can make. The I right think choice. Being, I don't know if this is like. I don't know if you need an immediate solution to this problem. What I'm thinking is you wait this out. Let it simmer. Let it simmer because like. Don't ignore this person. Don't be mean. You know, just, yeah, you can, don't be mean. You can be nice to people that you would never want to hang out with. That's like, true. You being can be mean nice. Is not a solution. Yeah. Yeah, you can people be nice to this person, and eventually maybe they'll keep a distance. Be nice. Keep them at arm's length, and over time, let it simmer. And I just think over time, it'll come out amicably. I think that's yeah. I gave my two cents, growing You know, take your Marshall path, or take your. You, you nice really have. Ultimately, path. I think it boils down to you're just going to have to acknowledge that. You're going to hurt this person's feelings, your entire friend group, that is. And then you can figure out a way on your own because we're idiots and we don't know what we're talking about. Y'all, literally, <laughs> we went from such mean responses to like, uh, just don't do anything. Well, that's Marshall the thing about the, killed this, the mood. And next question. Next question. Okay. Next time, question. There's a new question. I don't know. We, something quirky. I don't remember. I know every time there was an anonymous, y'all would go, Okay, Unfortunately, that is our that. only anonymous listener. So y'all. Oh miss wow, this is the first time dealing Woo. with people with names. I know. That's because, exciting. Well, because if uh, listen, if you listen to episode two, I specifically requested that people start giving fake names. So oh. people have been coming in with fake names. Question number two comes. From Joe the Anonymous. Joe, okay, oh, so is it? Hmm. There, we. I know two Joes. It's not. It's neither Joes that you're thinking of. Okay. Oh, really? Well, Joe. I almost told him to change it because we know so many Joes. But Joe is not the Joe you're thinking. Joe. Neither of Joes are you. I thought thinking. Joe's name. Okay, Joe's name that. isn't actually Joe. Okay. Anyway. So on. Joe asks. I, I keep I falling asleep while reading Pride and Prejudice. Dude, what should I do? Same. Wow. That book blows. Wow. See, there's audiobook. a... Audiobook. Audiobook. He's right. Audiobook. He's right. He's right. He's right. Audiobook. Okay, that might take five hours because the Pride and Prejudice Volume Pride 1 audiobook Pre- is five hours. <laughs> no. But at least you will get it it's done. so much better than reading and you have to, like, move your eyes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You audiobooks will save your life, dude. I, no, and that's audio- why this episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible. 
audiobooks plus physical books. Also, if you're like in bed, like get in a place where you can't fall asleep, buddy. As of the time of recording, I have to read to page 141. I'm sure they're exaggerating. And so also has to. I know it's. That's actually not that far. I'm almost done with it. Dislike Pride and Prejudice. I don't. Let's Let's discuss this. Why don't you like Pride and Prejudice? Because there's just so much going on, and like it'll talk about an event for like three pages, and just in like setting buildup, and then there will be like two lines of dialogue, and then it'll be in a completely other setting, and then it talks about Jane and like the earlier parts of Volume Two, and it's like, oh, Jane's really stupid because she's super emotional and she never sees bad in people, and then like nothing happens with Jane. I mean, she gets her heart broken, but like that's it. I feel like, so for Pride and Prejudice, just in my opinion, I liked volume one a little bit. Like the first, okay, I read the first line and immediately closed the book and then did not pick it up for another two days. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me Google it. I haven't heard it. It's it's something about like a man needing a wife. The first line of Pride and Prejudice is. Isn't this a mental health podcast? Yeah. The first line of Pride and Prejudice. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of good fortune must be in want of a wife. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I literally. It's, it's about rich people. Marshall. It's about drama. It's, oh. It sucks. You don't, you don't even talk to me. You're still on Hamlet. What? <laughs> don't even talk to me. <laughs> he is still on Hamlet. I finished Hamlet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why do they keep making us read such, like, sexist books. I don't Honestly, understand. Why can't we go back and read? To, why aren't we reading things like we read in eighth grade? Because those oh my books God. were fire. Those books were so good. Except to for Kill Catch a Mockingbird. Excellent. Catch of the Rye. Catch, Catch of the, the Rye. Rye. Bad. Solid. Yo, it's solid. Yo. It's bad. Lord of the Hol- Flies. Yo. Top tier. Holes? Holes. 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 I didn't have to read that book, oh but I read gosh. that book voluntarily and I loved it. And my brother loves Holes. Movie's pretty good too. Okay. Literally though, Pride and Prejudice, here's the thing. I've watched the movie. Is it, like, fine? I watched the movie. I heard the movie was good. And I loved really, I loved it. Kira Knightley and What's-His-Face oh, uh, were really, really good. <laughs> yeah, Kira Knightley. It was really, <laughs> yeah. Who's the other person? I don't know. Darcy's played by, like, some guy, and he kind of looks like a potato. But we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> Isn't, like, Darcy supposed to be, like, the, the like, guy that's, like, mean at the start, and then he's like, oh. Then yeah. he's feely-feel. Exactly. But, like. And that's why he's, like, the goat, because he's a man that feels his feelings. And it's the opposite of toxic masculinity. But the thing is. As far as the falling asleep question goes, the reason I always really get into... Oh, yeah, this is about falling asleep. <laughs> the, the thing about that I do for Pride and Prejudice, and hear me out here because it's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a something. I always watch a video called Pride and Prejudice and John Mulaney before I start reading Pride and Prejudice because it Whoa. makes everything so fun. It's basically John Mulaney quotes overlapped with the Pride and Prejudice movie, and it is fantastic. It's it wonderful. A cinema sin style? Like it plays a scene then it stops and yeah. stuff. Yeah, kind of. There's like the first scene like where the dad is like sitting in a chair talking to his daughters about how there's a new guy in town. Mr. Bennett. Yeah, yeah Mr. Bennett. There's a new John Mulaney quote that's like, there's no single guys in Manhattan. And I'm like, I know someone who's new in town. That what are three so other things about him? And they play that over like that scene. And what it's are so three funny. other things about him? You, don't, you that, don't get the bit. I don't, I don't get the John Mulaney is, as Marshall said, the goat. <laughs> the goat. John Mulaney is the goat, but like I don't, Look. Look, look, look. Whoa. John Mulaney, oh, I love his com I love his whoa. comedy. Yeah, he's I don't like him as a person. 
I like his comedy though. Recent years. His recent years. Little... Dude, have you seen his ex-wife's Instagram? It's <laughs> Why so are we... this sad. is about mental health. Because she's a photographer and she takes pictures. She takes oh. pictures and they're called like a day in March when he because in March he went to rehab. And it's like an Ooh. empty play setting and it was like it was like completely empty with like food and stuff on it and like from all the way across the table it's like just her kind of like sitting sort of like boringly. It's really artsy. And it's like her just kinda like sitting playing with her food and it's so sad. She went on such a downhill. I he saw did. him on tour. Me too. His last tour. And it was so it was so dark. He was like, I've been smoking cocaine. Anyway, next Anyways. question. Anyways, so how to deal with your Pride and Prejudice falling asleep? Yes, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, Book is boring. Watch uh, funny books. bits. Okay, literally, I read half of our reading last night was literally Pride. like, guess what? They went to a house. They got a tour of the house. They got invited to dinner. They went to dinner and got a tour of the house. They talked for a minute, then went back home where they got another tour of another house and had dinner. And that was like boring. 25 pages. It was literally four chapters. Mine's but honestly, I kind of am enjoying it. I hate I hate you, to say it. Like I'm kind it? of enjoying it. <laughs> no, it's sexist, but it's like this one woman who keeps bashing down this man over and over it's again. Elizabeth, in a time just of like sexism. bullying the hell out of um, Mr. Collins, and it's dude, hilarious. Dude, and him and Mr. Darcy, she just is like destroying him. Mr. Darcy is full of sass. I've watched dude. the movie. I, I heard the movie was great. The movie is really I, good because it cuts out all the bits. Isn't it like a? Is it's like a, the Gatsby movie, which was like mid. But then there's the Pride and Prejudice movie, which I heard was great. We could talk about movies all the day, but we one. need to get yeah, on to I questions. Yeah, I know. I know. See, I like like the Gatsby movie, but that's a but that's a different point for another day. It's it's like a solid movie. It's it's largely just opinion. That's but. fair. Okay, question number three comes from Bridget Durham. Is that a real name? Yeah, Bridget Durham. I've never met. She's my friend from podcasting. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. We don't know you, but I'm sure you're great. Go listen to her crime podcast. It's really cool. Crying? I thought you said don't listen to her. No, go listen to her crime podcast. She's really good. I do love crime. I do love crime. (laughs) I commit them often. She sprained her ankle. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Well, she sprained That's her it? ankle, and she's a vo- well, she's a volleyball player. Oh, it's so sad. She has this big boot on, and it's like, what? What so, should she do to keep in good spirits during this time of sprained ankle? Actually, you know what? So I I not... had a um, story time with Marshall for a little bit. Oh, um, I broke my foot doing something embarrassing that I won't get into, but. I broke my foot and I was like super depressed about it for a long time because, you know, it's like you have to wear this boot, you can't sleep well for all this stuff. And it's just, it is not fun having like basically essential body part. But by that, I mean like you need it to move. So what I did when I was, I was much younger also is basically I started going down YouTube rabbit holes. I would look up a video and it would be like maybe true crime or be like some science fiction thing, but I would. I would like watch these videos and listen to all this stuff. And basically what I did was I consumed as much media as I could. And I kept myself entertained with stories and videos and art. And it was just that made things a little more fun, you know, despite the depressing injury that I had. Yeah. During this time, you might find another hobby that you like. Exactly. I don't recommend YouTube rabbit holes. YouTube rabbit holes Mm. get late night fast. Mm -hmm. I know, but they're great. And they're so fun to go down. I know. Just watch a lot of Netflix. End up like Marshall. It goes from like nine p.m. to 2 a.m. real quick. I know. I would recommend consuming lots of media. I mean, I don't want to go down another movie like side I, point Because thing, it's like so fun to I just can, go down those rabbit holes. If you need recommendations, you can oh hit any of God. us up. 
complete. We have. We all have like seventeen different oh, medias that we f- try to force yeah. down everyone's neck. True. <laughs> Discover something. Listen to tons current, of music. Movies, find something new TV. about yourself that you didn't like. Know. Start talking to your friends that you haven't been. Start talking to people and doing things. Just and reach out. Have fun. Yeah. Easier said than maybe done. Maybe do. Know, some, maybe do some homework. Maybe you're behind on homework because you haven't been okay. able to go to practice. Well, a that's lot. not gonna. That's that's also true. You can use this moment and like this moment of not going to sports to have like clarity in your other classes you can strap down a little harder and get a little more learnt learnt it'll, it'll work in your favor i promise don't do it i don't th- grogan you are a terrible grogan this giver. is a really bad influence i'm just saying we not improve her guys he's he's saying that if you Super if you have a sprained ankle and you usually do sports that consumes most of your time because okay, well that's not what i meant you shouldn't focus on your studies because that's, that's dumb and not. stupid and grogan is yeah. always right. okay if you need to take the time and you can spread out your social and schoolwork more and you can actually start balancing that with sleep like we talked about in the last podcast that was episode ages ago. but yeah that's right yeah go listen to the first episode what of the they're podcast saying i disagree with don't start like i don't disagree it's a good thing to do but personally i wouldn't start grinding on my schoolwork for, for me personally that's not something that would make me happier but if that makes you happier that's perfectly fine but i'm saying that you can start spreading out and organizing your work more and balance it with everything else so you're not stressed like every mayor student and you can actually start getting some sleep which would make you happier i guess taking that piece of advice and our pieces of advice i guess the main goal that you want to try and take away from this is create a balance Balance. in this newfound time balance work play social life exactly and sleep and sleep well i guess play and social life are the same thing so work social life sleep Honestly. Don't play. Use this time. (laughs) Don't have fun. And maybe, I know, um, Bridget, that you play volleyball. A lot of volleyball, you can just kind of stand next to a wall and hit it. I I know a lot of girls who used, when they would get like ankle injuries, they would just kind of like go up next to a wall and like pass up against a wall or set up against a wall. And it kind of gets you really consistent. So if you need to work on consistency. Yeah, work on your, um, do what you can. What is your your serves? Because you don't have to move for those. I didn't yes, do you do. Why, well, you take, I... like, a step. Jump surfs, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 you dense ape. Don't Maybe you... I, get, I have a lot of faith in... Bri- this? Underserve? Underhand serves? No, That's no, 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 not no. official, Rogan. That's like middle school volleyball, my, my dude. My third grade PE coach has been lying to me. <laughs> what? You've been in contact with your third grade PE coach? No, I, we played creating a balance and basically having more free time. You can use this as an opportunity to better... Better your life cycle. Everything. Yep. Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> Question number four comes from fellow podcaster Alex Bach, who runs Bach Fantasy Talk. So oh, go. hey, I know Bach. That guy's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Bach gave me a question. Legend. Absolutely. Okay, Legend. you're going to be more disappointed in Bach when you hear the question. Oh, okay. I, I strongly doubt that. As I've mentioned previously, Bach runs Bach Fantasy Talk. So his question is, every fantasy quarterback I start scores under 12 points, and I run a fantasy podcast. Bach, that's kind of a problem, man. I actually do know a little about fantasy. I right. actually learned. I can tell you. I'm going to spew what I learned because oh. I interviewed some people on what fantasy Bro, football was. Bro, read the Wikipedia was. article. You didn't know yes, I did. before. <laughs> no, I, I don't know I anything about sports. Okay, so You're talking to Marshall Kane. Okay. Bach. 
Ready? You're so any for. explanation? Yeah, you're for, dead. I'm sorry. For any listeners who don't know what fantasy football is, let me explain what I have learned. Oh my lord! Just so little. How do y'all? Fantasy football is like D and D, but for oh. sports. Oh my god! Okay. Come on, bro. Basically, how? No, no, hear me how? out. Okay. So okay. You, you know what? Of... Speak unto us, Sister Clio. No, 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 come on. Come on. Speak explain. unto us, Sister Clio. I I know I know Claire is freaking out right now. I know Claire's about to get D and D. Claire's like D and D. Fantasy Claire's football, like, maybe I should join. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. minute. You're okay. telling me uh, I can explain. enjoy sports. Please okay. explain. Okay, so I didn't really know what the fantasy part of fantasy football meant. So what I've learned is that you basically <laughs> create, basically in the beginning, you take a bunch of people and you draft them. Real people. And yeah, you take these football players or professional football players. They play in the National Football League or the NFL. Thank <laughs> you, God. Thank you, Anissa. As yeah. if no one knew what that stood for. Okay. You like you draft a bunch of people, and as the season goes on, you can like pick certain people to like be your players for the week, and basically depending on how well they do in their game, and they can be from like all different teams. It's nuts, Whoa. and depending on how they That's do kooky. in their game, you get certain amounts of points. And I asked how many points does a quarterback usually score, and it's somewhere on like average days, it's like twenty. Whoa. Well, he doesn't mean actual Almost points. Three touchdowns. No, but it's not actual. No, no, no. It's but not that's how the thing. many they score in the game. Exactly. It's how many like they score per week? Based right? on how well they perform in the real life games, you get a certain amount of points. If they get a lot of yards, if they throw really well, and you know make a lot of good passes, they'll get a lot of points. But Bach chose some really bad quarterbacks, and so he's getting low points, and his teams are losing. But Bach, I don't know. From what you. I understand, you are a high-ranking podcast. He's ranked. Like, he is nationally ranked on Spotify at the moment for his podcast. What? And really? Yeah. That's wild. From what I understand, there's nothing to do about this because you've already drafted well, all of your quarterbacks. Okay, okay. One thing I'll I say, and then we can move on. Just focus a lot more on the rest of your team and just hope for the best for your best quarterback. My Have question you... for you, Anaso, is how does that relate to Dungeons & Dragons? Because Seriously. it's the fantasy part of fantasy football. Yeah, but fantasy, it has nothing to do fantasy with fantasy. Part. But it's fantasy! That's what Dungeons & Dragons is! Th- it's, a... it's just a no, word! A, there's nothing... There ah, is nothing... There are no nothing. forest goblins no, no. or mountain dwarves no, no, no. in your it's like, football game. It's like, okay, I get what so she's saying. You can be... like, choose your own thing, but mm-hmm. like... But like you no! Know. <laughs> Okay, Have you we, ever played Dungeons & Dragons? Yes, multiple times. I we, am well-versed in Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> we, as, like, we, as people who play Dungeons & Dragons, like to imagine ourselves in the place of, like, elves and... And so put in all of the elves and characters and stuff that you want, depending on how you want your world to go. Similarly to fantasy football, the sports fans are like, we want to see all these players play together that's and know how well they would stretching. do together. So that's where they put them all together. Okay, I guess more, I see your point, more, but that is a stretch. Um, like slimy white guys choosing <laughs> which players they think would. It's not them like, oh, this is like my dream team. It'd be so cool. It's like, oh, this is math and statistics and who's going to make the most points. So you're they telling me, okay. And apparently there's like a huge point system. Like I was talking to John Sansoni and they were, he was like, yeah, I kind of understand the you point system. And I'm like, John Sansoni. you talk to John Sansoni. Uh, shh. No, I don't. <laughs> John Sansoni doesn't no. exist. Okay. Hopefully I can answer this next question. There's literally nothing you can do, Alex Bach, because none of us know anything I guess Cope's evolved. Your team. 
Yeah, that. focus on the rest of your team. Grogan's played fantasy football, apparently. You, when did you play fantasy football? A couple years ago, I had a team with my swim kids. That's, did you do that because they forced you to or because, like, forced. was it forced? That's so... That's, like, one of those things, like, where the teacher's like, ooh, it's March Madness, so everybody make a bracket. Oh, yeah, like Mr. Campbell. And it wasn't like that. They I like, love you, Mr. Campbell, but you got... Team. I don't know anything about sports. I, 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 I Confession. This is my confessional. Wait, really? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, I, I will throw this beanbag at you. And it will mess up the audio, let's so it is bad for everybody. Let's, let's it's bad on. for everybody. Yeah, so, anyway. Anyways, sorry, Alex Bach. Speaking Don't of John Sansoni, <gasps> our next question comes from the one, the only John Sansoni. I, I don't know what I'm oh saying. Oh my god, John Sansoni's outside. Look. Wait, hold on. Should oh, I get him in? He to, is right here. No. To answer his own question? It's he supposed is, to be anonymous. So He's supposed he to receive knocking the, on the window. We're answering your question. Making a fool of herself right Anna, now. Anna Sophia is at the window. Do you remember what you asked? Why is he wearing a suit? Yeah. We're answering your question right now. He just what gave would you like to say to the podcast? two thumbs John up. John Sansoni just gave everyone two thumbs up. He, he gave, gave another help. Another one. We can't hear you. Among us. John Sansoni looks like a thumb yeah. right now. Yeah. He looks yeah. like a Spy Kids thumb person. Spy Kids thumb person? Yeah, that's Spy you. That's you, pal. Nah. That's you. I'm going to scream if you don't. Bye, okay, thank you. Bye, John. He looks like Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, John Sansoni heard my laugh and gave me the most concerned look I've ever seen in my life. Um, anyway, Anna Sophia, you want to enlighten so us as to what his question was? Random reference, but we were watching Night at the Museum today. <laughs> Why were you watching Night at the Museum? <laughs> he looks like Ben Stiller. He does not look like Ben Stiller. <laughs> Why were you, when were you watching? Where? Feels, Why? What? This feels like it should be on like the rare insults Twitter. I, Have y'all ever seen that? Like I feel this should be on like rare insults. It's, it's a very specific. I just got an Been email. Waiting. What is this question though? I'm very intrigued. Okay. Question number five comes from John Sansoni, who we just Ooh. met. I have too many meetings. How do I juggle them all? John Sansoni is staring at yeah, us. Yeah, I, I, it's, can you stop staring at me? Thank all you. Right, listen, I'm gonna be blunt, John. You gotta, you gotta cut some. Yeah, John pick, is in everything. Pick the weak period. You do so much, and this is a problem that a lot of people can relate to. They feel like they're doing too much. Well, and I, at least in John's case, there's not really anything you can do to manage all of it. So you need to pick out. You gotta pick least, out your favorites. Least favorite, least interesting, least beneficial. 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 It's okay. Keep going. You were rolling. And, and Keep cut them. I mean, Grogan's got a really good point, but I think if you manage it properly, like if you give a certain amount of time on a certain day to each each one, I think you can manage it properly. I think, okay, so I am not nearly as busy as you, but I am busy in my day-to-day life, and I, I'm just going to use my schedule, and I know it probably doesn't apply to you, but maybe you can take away some principles from it. But So what I'll do is I'll go through my day of school, and then after school, I'll usually hit a tutorial every day. It'll be in whatever's most pressing. Most pressing comes first. So I guess you could say the most important thing to you comes first. Whenever that happens, I know it. I understand that it might not be on Monday or Tuesday or it has to be on a certain day. But if you honestly, I think what you need to do is just email some of these people and be like, look, I know I need to be here, but I simply cannot be. There's too much going on. I have to be at three other places during your time. We, we're just going to either have to reschedule or cancel or just allow yourself to put responsibility on other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in a way that's respectful. And so I just think you need to be able to say no, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. Yeah. And I, I think you. like I know you do a lot. 
especially just around campus and stuff. But I, a good thing to Marshall's point, like you don't need to do everything. Maybe stick with the ones you've been with either the longest or like the most. Just pick and choose. And if you're not fully enjoying something, maybe think about cutting it. And I understand the main things with you are NBC and I think acting. I think those are your two main Yeah, that's his two main. So obviously stick with those. And I understand what you're doing. You're trying to reach out and branch out because you want probably a good college resume. Or maybe you just like doing all this stuff. But either way, you just have to understand that. You have to, to know cut. your own Ooh, limits. Oh, they could also be college meetings. Yeah. Well, um, that also might not be. Those you don't want to miss. Yeah, don't miss. Well, actually, other people will, will understand if you need to go to a college meeting. Like, I know Mr. McNaughton yeah. is super flexible about that. You know that. I know that. Um, um, largely, I would just say you're probably going to be fine if you just strike some stuff from your schedule. And I know that's not an easy mm-hmm. choice to make, but it's a vital one. It is completely necessary. And it's, I'm sure everyone will understand. Have to know your own limits. Yeah. And prioritize. He's on his phone right now. John, you lazy, lazy person. This is the problem, John. This is your problem, John. <laughs> you're on your Marshall, phone. Marshall, you too. Marshall, yeah, you're on your phone. I'm sending people messages. Calm down. This is no excuse. Troglodyte. Seriously, John, though, I think really just know your own limits. You can't do everything. If you're doing one activity and you can't manage it, that sounds like a you problem. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing one activity. <laughs> that, go listen to the last Looking episode. at. Like, actually, I don't know. I'm not looking at anyone. At someone, I'm just saying I, I, actually I, I, I at some point of Marist have been like throughout my entire Marist career, I've probably been in every activity you can think of. I've been in athletics. I've managed athletics. I've been in NBC. I've done robotics. I've been in theater. I've been in the arts programs. Ask me about a program at Marist. I've probably been involved with it in some way other than like. Have you been in underwater basket weaving? Bro. My point is there's a point where you can't manage all your activities. But if you're trying to do one thing and you really can't manage it, maybe it's time for you to look at your priorities a little more. Uh, Exactly. I think that is the main takeaway from this. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to start doing fantasy football starting next podcast. So, Alex Bach, we're stealing your (laughs) shtick. Alex Bach, we're going to surpass you. Thank you for watching Anna So & Co. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Anna So & Co. DM me with any problems you may have so you can get featured on an episode. We need problems in order to keep making episodes. Thanks, Marshall and Grogan, for being on today. I really enjoyed having you on again. Thank you. We'll see you guys next Friday. As always, bye. bye.